then after that I was on a Chicago PD with a huge role made hella good money from it then after that I booked another voiceover commercial so it was like sometimes we're so desperate for something right oh my god I need this I need this I need this and the minute you kind of relax and create your own lane and focus on other things all that stuff you were so thirsty about kind of starts coming towards you This is the Girl Behind the Hustle podcast, and I'm Lucretia L.C. Thomas. Each week, I'm chatting with some incredible women across all industries and backgrounds who've agreed to tell the truth about what it really means to hustle. It's time for us to be honest, to let other women know that they aren't alone, to share our mountains and our valleys, to practice self-care, and celebrate our wins together. It's time to hear the truth from the women behind the hustle. This is the girl behind the hustle, and I'm your host, Lucretia L.C. Thomas. Hey guys, so today on the podcast, I'm chatting with Jessica Lauren, the blogger behind the lifestyle and inspirational blog, NoRealJury.com. She's also the host of the Sunday Jumpstart podcast, a weekly podcast helping gold getters ditch the excuses, do the work, and make ish happen. We're going behind the hustle to talk about how each of us can give ourselves permission to create the life we want. After being rejected and told no for nine years, Jessica created her own yes, and you can too. Hey Jess, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey Elsie, I'm good. How are you? I am wonderful. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to chat with you. I had to have you on the second season. You know, I admire you so much Aww. as a friend, a person, a hustler, just the whole shebang. So I just knew I had to have you on here. Girl, thank you. And you know, I admire you since we met. I've been obsessed with you. Like, Elsie, what you doing? Where you going? I want to support. Let's hang out. Let's do everything. <laughs> so the feeling I love is it. mutual. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Can you tell the listeners just a little bit about your hustle? You know what? Let's back it up a little bit. Let's talk about how we met. You know, when there's <laughs> people who I know in real life who also just happen to be amazing hustlers. Let's just get into that. Let's talk about a little bit. Yeah, I think we, um, I think I noticed that you were liking a few pictures or whatever. And you know how you're like, okay, I got to remember to follow that account back. But I think I kept forgetting because of that stupid algorithm or whatever. But then our mutual friend to share her Instagram is at shop love paradise. She has a wonderful boutique. Um, I think she started posting your stuff more. So I started following you because she was the reminder like, oh yeah, I got to follow girl behind the hustle back. And so I saw your content and loved it and started listening to the podcast. And then to share, she had an event at her boutique um, at Roosevelt Collections, downtown Chicago. And I think we, I just was walking around the store being loud and obnoxious like I am, just <laughs> introducing myself to people. You were like, hey, I'm LC. And I was like, hey, girl. You was like, no, I'm the girl behind the hustle. And it was like, oh. And your daughter was there. We just bonded ever since. I think we exchanged numbers and literally like hung out two days later and been yes. hanging out ever since. <laughs> Yeah, so slide in those DMs. Please y'all. slide in those DMs. <laughs> Make new friends. That's why I hate yes, that Drake is like absolutely. no new friends. It's like, yes, new friends. Come on now. I'm here for all the new Me friends. Too. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think you just did a blog post recently about um how to meet friends as a grown ass woman. Yes. Because 
I think people struggle with that. Heck yeah, because you know when you're in college, you're just in an environment to meet people. Or in high school, you're just around your peers, around like-minded people constantly. But when you grow, you know, you become grown, you're only going back and forth to work. Or if you're like you and I, you know, we might be working from home or working in a coffee shop. So things can get super isolated when you're just a grown-ass woman. And people just have different lives. Like, you know, my friend, she has two boys. They're in football. They got football on different sides of town my other friend moved and I just found myself being super lonely and I was like god how do I make friends now so I like was super intentional about following people back ain't no shame in my game I know that's their whole like I don't want to have too many followers nah Mm -hmm. boo boo I'm following everybody back and if our messages align or they just seem like a cool person I'm gonna be like hey, do you want to hang out? And it's awkward and it feels crazy, but it's just like, that's how I've been able to afford myself such a a really like cool group of dope women that I hang out with that I met on Instagram or Twitter. And now we've been friends years later. Like we go to the same churches now. We done went to weddings, trips together, all from just being intentional about making new friends, you know? Yes, I absolutely love that. And even the part where you're like, I prayed for it because I also like pray like god this is the type of friend i want mm-hmm. these are the type of things i like to do can you send that person to yes <laughs> thank you thank you jesus he won't he do it won't he <laughs> so tell the listeners just a little bit about your hustle yes okay so i am um the blogger behind inspirational um and lifestyle blog it's called no com, and it started off as just a creative outlet Um, four years ago, I was a working actress, right, in the city. I went to school for theater, uh, went to college for high school, everything. I'm just that theater kid. But when I graduated from college, I got an agent with one of the top agencies in Chicago. You know, I got my Bachelor of Fine Arts. I'm like, okay, Denzel Washington. Okay, Meryl Street. I'm ready for my close-up. Get it. (laughs) But, girl, that did not happen, okay? I went to every single audition that you could think of for every show that was filmed in Chicago. So I'm talking about Empire, Shameless, Hunger Games. I got in the audition and I would make the callbacks. Like it wasn't like they kicked me out the first time. I would make it to the callbacks and the callbacks is like a, between you and maybe 20 other girls. I'd even make it past the callbacks, right? I would get to the point where they were like, you know what, Jessica, you're on hold. And when they put you on hold, that means that it's between you and maybe another girl. Um, and they're just holding you to make sure that your schedule's still open, all that jazz. So I would get on hold. I get geeked up. Girl, they would tell you the money you was going to make. They'd tell you who your co-stars was. So it was just like, yes, I'm so close. And then I would get released every single time. My agent would call maybe 24, 48 hours later. And they'd be like, Jessica, they went a different direction. And that went on for nine whole years. I was on hold, AKA rejected for nine years straight. And I was going to auditions every, like maybe three or four times a week. Like I was really, really hustling. So three to four times a week, I got the message, you're good, you're just not good enough. And I did that for nine years until 2015 came around. And I was like, you know what? I'm tired of having to wait for somebody else to give me permission to create what I want to create. So I'm going to start a blog. I was already taking cool pictures for Instagram. It was like, why don't you just 
documented, right? So it was just about fashion. And that's where the name No Real Jewelry comes out because the idea was to make the look for less. Like, you ain't got to have a million dollars like Kim K. We're going to take Kim K's outfit and we're going to figure out how to, you know, make it under $20. So that's where that name come from, came from. But then I started documenting my anxiety and depression because dealing with hearing no after no after no, it messes with your mind. Once I started talking about anxiety and depression and going to the therapist, child, black women was like, tell me more. And you know, it's 2019. And we're having all these conversations about self-care, therapy, and anxiety in our community. But even four years ago, we weren't really talking about it that much. Like, it wasn't a big thing like it is now. So I had just an influx of women like, I'm dealing with that too. I didn't even know that that's what it was called. Can you tell me more? Where's your therapist at? I done gave so many people my therapist number. I can't even get an appointment (laughs) no more. And so the blog kind of shifted gears and became more about not even self-care, just taking care of the whole part of you, right? So you could go on there and look at fashion stuff and I still have some of that, but it's shifted gears to be more so about taking care of your heart, your soul, and your mind. And then that led into the podcast. I started the Sunday Jumpstart podcast and that was because, you know, anytime you get on social media on Mondays, people are like, oh, I hate Mondays. I gotta go back to work. I hate this book. And I was like, why everybody hate Mondays? I love Mondays. Let's get it on and popping. But it was because on Sundays, I had such a good ritual. I was going to church, writing in my planner, how I wanted my week to look, my weekly goals. And I was like, oh, maybe people just aren't spending enough time on Sundays or whatever day, just getting their mind right and setting intentions. So I was like, let's make a podcast where we talk about that. So the Sunday Jumpstart podcast is a weekly podcast that helps goal getters just excuses, do the work, and make ish happen. So me getting rejected for nine years turned into a blog that then turned into a podcast that is now turned into a business. So it's just been an amazing journey that I did not see coming at all. <laughs> I absolutely love that. Yeah. Just turning that no and what you felt like was maybe a loss of rejection into win. Yeah. Into win after win. And just being able to have that courage to step out and like, you know what? I'm not asking for your permission. This is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to make it happen. And you know what's so funny after that, Elsie? After I made my own thing, that's when casting directors started banging down my door I didn't book my first professional gig until 2015 I started the blog in May I booked my first national commercial in October then after that I was on a Chicago PD with a huge role made hella good money from it then after that I booked another voiceover commercial so it was like sometimes we're so desperate for something right oh my god I need this I need this I need this and the minute you kind of relax and create your own lane and focus on other things all that stuff you were so thirsty about kind of starts coming towards you well that's that was my experience like I was so desperate to be this actress and it wasn't working so I was like you know what let me pivot a little bit right let me take that as a sign to maybe do something else and once I started doing something else they started banging down my door and I was like was that all I needed to do nine years mm-hmm. ago was make a dog on blog but it just it, that's just how it worked out I love that and I know you're from Detroit yeah Detroit's kind of known for me in the city of hustlers yes. and the you know built for it tough 
do you feel like growing up in Detroit kind of contributes to the way that you hustle and how you're able to kind of keep that resilience for nine years? Yes, I will definitely blame that on Detroit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I grew up on the west side of Detroit. I grew up on 18th and Martin Luther King. So you know what they say. If somebody live on Martin Luther King in any hood, it's the hood. <laughs> okay. So um, we grew up in just a hood, but it was a, uh, we were such a close knit community. Um, all of our neighbors, we really took care of each other. But you know, my mom was a single mom. She was married with three kids, got a divorce by the time she was 26. And all of us were under the age of like seven. So I had to watch my mother have two three jobs at a time and so by the time I was 15 I had three jobs I worked at the YMCA Burger King and Kroger I was just emulating my mom just like I'm the oldest so I was like that lady is struggling and hustling I need to help her out let me hustle too so the city my mother definitely just um put that in me everybody there was just on the grind especially because of you know the car crisis like Detroit is the motor city you know duh but um Chrysler left for you know like it was just so much going on that people had to find a, a way to make things work so I definitely attribute that to Detroit and Chicago I left Detroit when I was 17 I'm, and moved to Illinois I went to school from 2002 to 2006 at Northern Illinois University then I moved to Chicago in 2006 and I moved to the south side of Chicago so I, as much as Detroit made me the woman I am today I attribute that also to Chicago like I became a woman here <laughs> and we some hustlers here too so I have the best of both worlds in me and I love how you've been kind of able to navigate all of your gifts, like your acting, you have the podcast, blogging and coaching. Do you feel like you're walking in your purpose right now and doing what you're called to do? Or do you feel like there are other gifts that you have that you, you know, still want to use? Girl, I feel so aligned. And it's cool because I didn't see it coming, you know, like my mom always had me in dance class, art classes, all of that from the day I could walk, sing in class. So I identify myself as just an actress, an actress or an artist of some sort, right? But the truth of the matter is, is I didn't know that I had these other talents of maybe encouraging other women or writing or photography or just all of that stuff. So it was really cool to see like, oh, there's other parts of me because I had boxed myself in to just be like, nope, I just do musical theater. And now to be like, no, I have some business acumen has been just the best treat ever. And acting can be really... um just a one person journey or the cast member journey, right? Like it's just you and the cast and the audience, right? The audience is there, but you never really get to talk to them. You can um, share a story with them and they have this emotional experience outside of you. Maybe they talk about it with their friends in the car, or, you know, like they feel their feelings in their seats. This journey that I'm on, baby, I'm getting emails like Jessica, that podcast episode inspired me to create my own business or Jessica that podcast episode inspired me to go to therapy and that feels so much more fulfilling than being like look at me I'm on stage you know what I mean like mm -hmm. it's, it's it just feels so much more I feel more fulfilled and like I'm working in my purpose doing that and I don't tell people I'm an actress anymore I actually um don't do it professionally anymore I kind of had to break up with acting and not in a bad way just more so in a way like hey that was that was then this is now we've pivoted and I'm grateful for the lessons I learned in acting I think that's helped me be able to 
learn how to speak and hold a show down by my own and all of that. But right now we're moving forward towards this business and it just feels really good. I love that. Yes. Just being able to say, you know, thank you for that experience. Yep. And now I'm doing that. Yep. I love that. Yep. How do you manage to work in all of your gifts daily? Like, how do you fill all those buckets with, you know, managing your time with working in all those gifts daily? I don't know, girl. Sometimes <laughs> I, some days I'm working it better than others. Right. So, um, I try my hardest to wake up by five thirty. Um, I naturally wake up between five and five thirty. Um, but I might, I used to like get on my phone, watch TV, go on YouTube. Now it's been like, no, wake up at five thirty. Spend some time meditating, setting intentions, praying, doing your affirmations, get in the shower, eat a whole breakfast and sit down and work. And having that structure now has made me way more productive and efficient than I was and just haphazardly waking up. But I think that whole waking up early for me works for me. I don't tell people to wake up early because some people are just naturally inclined to be night owls. I'm not. But um, I, I just try to do that and that sets me up for a good day um and most days it works some days it doesn't but I try to give myself that grace to just be flexible with the day and what I really admire about you is like your realness and sharing of truths like no matter what you have going on or how challenging it is you always let people know like you know what I had a tough breakup mm-hmm. I didn't get my goal I failed at this I'm not feeling myself right now just in the world of pretty Pinterest, pretty Instagram. How do you find the courage to share those moments? And do you ever get stuck and like, oh, should I hit the button? (laughs) Should I publish this? I can't share this. This is too much. You know what? That's a very interesting question. And um, I, my Instagram is pretty, right? Because I just like pretty things and I like photography and editing and all that stuff. But a couple of years ago, I was worried, like, dang, do people look at my page and think my life is perfect? And I was like, I hope I'm not adding to that narrative. But I think if I'm being honest, I really was. Um, and I think I tried to do a good job of being like, the post is pretty, but if you read the caption, I'm talking about mm-hmm. depression. Um, so I was just like, Jessica, tell the whole truth. And so... I'm comfortable telling the whole truth on the podcast. I'm comfortable telling the whole truth on the blog, but for some reason, things still get really tricky for me on Instagram. Um, I could do it in the captions and sometimes I do it in my stories, but like I have a a friend, her name is Anna Russett. She'll post pictures of her crying and I'll be like, dang. And she's just like, it's because I want to show you the whole story. Like I'm like, dang, I always, not to be narcissistic, but I think it's the actor in me. I record myself crying because I'll talk to myself on camera, just like, okay, Jessica, what are you feeling? It helps me process it. And it's like, mm-hmm. I'll get the like the urge to share that, but then I get scared because Instagram is so pretty and beautiful. So I do have courage on the podcast and the blog, but sometimes I get a little like, I don't want to do it there because it's such a public forum right I don't want to get any negative comments but lately I've been like nah show the truth like I had a really bad hormonal acne breakout and it rocked my confidence alongside dealing 
with a situation ship that it wasn't just the acne it was this dude I was dealing with that was also rocking my confidence and I wouldn't get on my stories at all just like no I look ugly but it was like girl shut up you showed the pretty get on there mm-hmm. so I have to push myself more but there is a resistance with Instagram for some reason so I'm trying to do better at that it's just showing the good the bad the ugly always because I think it's important we remove that curtain because you know, we're comparing ourselves to people and little do you know, like, yeah, her pictures look good. There was a time I posted a picture and I look beautiful. I look happy and the caption was good, but I had just recently, you know, trigger warning. I had just got assaulted days before, you know what I mean? It was just like, gosh, that's such a a disconnect. Why am I doing Mm -hmm. that? You know? Um, And I think it's that whole, the show must go on, but no, gee, you need to tell the truth. So I'm working on doing that more and figuring out my relationship with that on Instagram. And when you have like challenging moments like that, or you're going through a rough patch, what does self-care look like? Like, what does that pause look like for you? For me, um, it is taking a step back and kind of stop at everything like my podcast listeners lc if i don't post a podcast they will dm me text me email me where are you at sis and i have to just make an announcement like hey guys i'm not in a healthy space right now i'm going to take a break from the podcast or you know i'll go ghost on instagram and i was getting dms like where are you like your stories help me out through my day and i've been having to just be like you know what i i'm glad that my gift resonates with you but I need my gift right now so I'm going to take a social media break to make sure I'm taking care of myself so um, for me it's getting quiet and unplugging like I have to let technology go for a second because um, it's, I think it's kind of what I was saying earlier like I know how to turn it on and that's that actor side of me and just be like oh everything is hunky dory but that hurts so I'll just unplug completely get quiet, go sit somewhere and journal. I like to write in my journal, but I also like to record myself talking. So I will put on my camera and just be sitting there like, Jessica, girl, what we going to do? I have videos upon videos of me just like, because uh, it helps sometimes to talk it out. So self-care is unplugging and getting quiet and still. Have you had any moments yet where you've just been like, wow, I've arrived. This is real. I'm living in what I prayed for. Ooh, ooh. You know what? Um, yes, it happened recently. It happens um all the time, right? It could be small things like this morning. Um, I got up at 5 30, did my prayers and all that. And I was like, you know what? I want to walk to the beach. And I walked to the beach and um just prayed and saw the sunset. But I remember there was a time I worked at this daycare center and I was a preschool teacher changing poopy diapers. I would have the, it was just kind of a crappy job, but you know, you hate to say that. And I was like, God, I just want freedom of time to do what I want to do. Like I would pray for that. And this morning, because I'm a freelancer, you know, I I have my clients and coaching business, like I don't have to necessarily be anywhere all the time. I was able to roll out of my bed with that freedom of time and go sit on a beach. So it's small moments like that where it's like, dang, I think I'm low key living my dreams. Right. And then there are other times when like I just reached my uh, launch my coaching business. And it's always exciting to get that first buy. Right. It was the first thing in my business where I had a really big 
priced item and for somebody to be like yo I believe in it I think you can help me I'm gonna buy it It was like oh my god but to have seven people do it you know I feel my goal was to only fill up three slots I filled up seven and so that was yeah that was (laughs) and to see my clients make the progress like the whole coaching program helps people that have these really huge like Beyonce size goals but they don't know where to start they are completely stuck I go in and together over the course of eight weeks we figure out okay how do we break that down what mental roadblocks have been in place that have stopped you from doing that how can we you know work out a consistent schedule like we just go in and I help them achieve their goals I have two clients that are on week seven and they've already reached the goal and that makes me like yes I have arrived I'm in my purpose and my purpose is helping other people get clear and to help encourage them live the life that they want so there's small moments like that small moments when I can pay for a six dollar coffee I'm like girl you rich in girl, moments <laughs> get the Vince girl get that Vince you know what I mean? <laughs> get the tall or you know um or bigger moments like that so God definitely reminds me like girl you are in your glow <laughs> I love it how do you celebrate when you have moments like that that happen those wins yeah what celebration look like for you celebration can be as simple as just me stopping and being like girl look at you you was able to buy a six dollar coffee because LC there were times and I have screenshots I will send them to you if you want to put them in this podcast episode show notes where I had negative six dollars in my account girl don't we negative know 150 <laughs> so for me to be able to drop off my laundry I would legit sit there and be like God thank you and sometimes mm-hmm. I get super emo- I know people be like what is why is she crying because it's just like I just remember all of the struggle you know what yes. I mean so yes. celebrating can be simply just me legit stopping in my tracks and being like yo God Thank me and God talk to each other like that. Like, yo, G, you snapped. You snapped on that one. <laughs> like, you did, <laughs> you that, did that one. <laughs> or it could be, uh, I love to dance. I might put on some music, put on some Beyonce, and literally sit in my studio and just dance. Uh, it could be like, I'll hit you up. Like, Elsie, let's go get some drinks. Like, just, just really taking that moment to be like super duper grateful. Um, I've been trying to. Um, so I read this book called The 12 Week Year. Um, I think it, dang, what's dude's name? Anyway, the whole idea is to, instead of being like, these are my yearly goals, these are my 12 week goals. And the idea is after 12 weeks, you take a week off on that 13th week and celebrate and reflect. So I've been really trying to implement that. Um, and on that, that 13th week, doing like a staycation or a road trip to like celebrate and reflect. So that's kind of a newer thing. And a road trip might be like, I'm just going to Milwaukee for the day, go, you know, see their museums or whatever. And then I'm also just trying to reflect on the progress that I made in 12 weeks. This is a really, really good book, guys. Check that I out. I love that. Yeah. Yes. I have to check that out. Mm-hmm. I love that book. And what do you want us to know about the woman behind the hustle? What don't we Ooh. see behind it all? You know, I think it's really funny. I am very boisterous and I think I'm extremely extroverted, but I am also a very introverted person. Like I may come across like super like, yeah, girl. Dude. But after I expend that energy, I really like my solitude and not in a bad way. Just like I need to recharge for a second. So I think that's one thing that people 
don't know about me and I've been doing a better job of creating boundaries of that but because I am so oh yeah girl let's do that people tend to ask me like well since Jessica's so joyful and happy she must love helping me you know uh move from my apartment she might love helping me like people ask a lot of me so that's one thing I wish people do just like girl I'm tired like I done mm-hmm. expended a lot of energy I need to go sit down somewhere you know and we touched on your newest endeavor with the go-getter sessions. Can you tell us just a little bit about that? How do people sign up for that? Yeah. You know, the whole shebang. Yeah. So um, I am obsessed with productivity, obsessed with, like, I, all I read is, like, 12-week year, atomic habits. I'm very much interested in how to make good habits and break bad ones, all that stuff. So I was like... Um, after every podcast episode, I was getting so many emails about people being like, dang, I wish you could help me out. And I was like, well, you know what? I can. So I created this eight week program where we work one on one. And it's for people, like I said, that are like, oh, my gosh, I have this huge goal, but I don't know where to start or girl, I've been working on this so much, but I'm stuck. I don't know what else to do to make it level up even more. So We sit down together every week for an hour. We do either a video call or a regular phone call. And I help you legit like, okay, let's break that down. You are focusing on 97 million things. Let's figure out how we could do this just focus on two big projects we break that down even more and it's so funny the thing that we work on the most during our goal getter sessions isn't the actual task or the milestones or deadlines like I said deadlines I'll call you like hey today this thing was due where you at it's more so the mindset if some of my clients don't do their homework I'm like what happened it's I don't think I deserve it. I'm stuck. I I don't feel like I'm good enough for it. Or I I don't feel like I have enough credentials. It's a lot of mindset roadblocks that we work on. So each week is a weekly call and we're just helping knock that, those big goals out of the park. I'm, like literally igniting a fire under you to do the ish. So I have a client, she wanted to make a podcast. She had been trying to over and over again and couldn't make it. She was stuck. She was taking all these classes. Baby girl podcast is launching in a couple of weeks. Like I helped her just figure all that stuff out. I have another client who is a email marketing um, expert. She makes good money. I'm talking like six figures a month, but she was getting stuck in all, she was getting overwhelmed by all the tasks she had to do. So I helped her delegate and all that stuff. I just help people break stuff down and make that overwhelm disappear. I love that. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. So I can definitely see how that's useful. Yeah. So if you are interested in the Go Getter Sessions, you can go to norealjewelry.com and just click on the work with me button. I have a small little questionnaire form that you fill out and then I'll send you more information or you can email me. Uh, my email address is hello at norealjewelry.com and just be like, Jessica, I want to know more. I will email you all the goodness. And then we have a clarity call where we sit and just talk for 30 minutes and figure out if we're a good fit for each other. And then we work together for eight weeks. It's a pretty dope program and I'm really proud of it. Amazing. All right, so now we're going to get into the real deal moment where we just go deeper into who the woman is behind the hustle. Mm-hmm. So what is your go-to song to listen to to kind of kick off your morning or before going into a meeting? Ooh, you know what? Recently, it has been Win by J-Rock. Do you know that song? Oh, girl, yes. We be like, when? <laughs> when, 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 when? 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 
that is on repeat constantly. I love yeah. Win by J Rock. Yep. Yeah, that's on my uh my money mindset playlist. Yes. Ooh. Girl, send me that playlist. I will. <laughs> I will. What is a quote, a verse, or a mantra that keeps you encouraged? Yeah. Um, I recently um finished listening to The Path Made Clear by Oprah. Okay, I love that book. Ooh, girl. So good. So good. And it's really good. Listen, if you get yes. a chance to mm-hmm. listen to it, baby. But um, somebody on there, I don't know if it was Deepak Chopra or who, they just said, What you appreciate appreciates. Mm, and it was that's good. Yeah, it was just that idea of whatever you're grateful for. If you go out of your way to be like, yo, I'm grateful, I appreciate this. Oh my god you'll get more of it, right? Appreciates is the uh, opposite of depreciating in value. So it in- increases more of it. So I've just been thinking about that. What you appreciate, appreciates. That's been on my heart lately. And what's a tool or app that helps you manage your life or work that you could not live without? Ooh, okay. So this is a new app that I discovered about three weeks ago. Y'all, it is a game changer. It's called Flipped and it's F L I P. D and flipped is just an app that um, you can say, Hey, I want to work for an hour. You press the hour button and uh, it'll disable every single app on your phone, except phone calls and text messages. It, you cannot get on Instagram. You cannot get on Twitter. You cannot for that hour. And because, you know, I, we all have that phone addiction, um, but there are some times where I really have to do deep focus work where I'm writing or working with a client and I just got that itch to go on Instagram. Flipped will completely disable it and you cannot go to the app store and try to redownload it. No, it makes everything disappear. So that helps me with distractions. I get distracted super easily. If you don't want to go that hardcore in the paint, you can also just turn flipped on and, um, you the idea is that you have to keep the app on flipped if you were to cancel out and go on instagram you just break that cycle of the hour so flipped has been a definite game changer as far as my focus is concerned and what book does every girl behind the hustle need to read i got two is that okay okay the first one is you are a badass at making money honey that's a good one and the second one is uh, that's by jen sincero the second one mm-hmm. is Manifest Now by Adil Ahmed. It will get your mindset together. Those are my two favorites. And what do you want people to say about you when you aren't in the room? Um, I want people to say, dang, you know what? As I talked to Jessica, I just, I felt really heard and seen. You know, I think a lot of times we be in conversations with people already thinking of our next question, thinking about our laundry, food, all that stuff. And I don't think we really listen to each other. So I think I want people to be like, dang, you know what? She really heard me. I felt seen and listened to. And fill in the blank. My name is and one truth about the hustle is. Oh, okay. Um, my name is Jessica, and one truth about the hustle is it's hard, but also worth it. <laughs> Love it. Thank you so much, Jess, for taking time out of your hustle to share your story with us. 
please let listeners know how they can connect with you. Thank you, Elsie, for having me on the show. I'm for real honored. I love you and your show so much. But one way you can keep in touch with me is on Instagram. I'm at No Real Jewelry over there. The blog is norealjewelry.com. If you want to hang out with me and join the Goal Getter sessions, um, just go to norealjewelry.com and click on the Work With Me Thanks so much for listening today. Please rate, subscribe, and share the podcast. I would love to hear from you. You can connect with Girl Behind the Hustle on Instagram or Facebook at Girl Behind the Hustle or by email at heygirl at girlbehindthehustle.com. You can connect with the community on our website at girlbehindthehustle.com. Until next week, hustle and grace.